Now, of course, so many people listen to TikTok and Instagram and where live most of their life, and someone did a survey to find out where their real desires were underlying all those 30-second conversations. And what they concluded was that people were looking for answers to how to make sense of the world, how to interact with one another, how to determine what is right and what is wrong. So hang on to those questions for a moment that surface from the depths of Instagram and TikTok. And look at nature. I was praying about this and it seemed to keep coming back to me from different people at different times, this law of nature that says form follows function. You learn that in biology class. And uh, it's very simple. Uh, even in architecture, it is a predominant little um, idiom, principle. So if you want to build like a, a museum, that's the intent, is to build a museum, an art museum. It's not going to look like a skyscraper. It's not going to be built like a bank. It's going to be built so that there's different rooms in which people can walk spaciously from exhibit to exhibit to exhibit. And so form follows function. You build it according to its intention. And maybe uh, God had that in mind with nature too, you know. Uh, when you look at a beautiful flower, like an orchid, and an orchid is intended to bloom and blossom, and, and it's built in such a way um, that it can be pollinated by insects so that it can continue to prosper and bloom and blossom and smell good. That's the intent. Form follows function, or you might say form follows intent. And it's the same way with us human beings. We were designed to, built in a certain way, you know, if you compare an arm of a human to an arm of a bat, we, wing of a bat, we still have bones. But the intent for uh, bones in a bat wing are different than the intent in the bones of our human hands. We all know that a bat's wings are made to fly. Form follows intent. We all know that human hands were meant to play video games, right? So, form follows the intent. Different intent means a different form, a different shape. And so, what Jesus is bringing to our attention today is come back to those questions. He has an intent for us, for how to make sense of the world. He has an intent for how to interact with each other. And he has an intent for what is right and what is wrong. But there is 
God's intent. And then there's also what the world intends for us. And that is where the opposition happens. We feel the opposition in us from peer pressure or parent pressure. Parents pressure each other. Culture pressure. And so Jesus says, look, from now on, a household of five will be divided. Three against two, two against three. A father will be divided against his son, a son against his father, a mother against her daughter, a daughter against her mother, a mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. It's that division between the world's influence on us and what the world intends for you, which is not at all happiness, and what God intends is the form of who you're intended to be is the intent that Jesus brings to us today. And uh, Jeremiah as well, and both of them faced opposition. And so what are we to do? Jeremiah was thrown into a muddy pit, a pit that was was going to take his life if he sank down into the mud. But then he's raised up out of the pit. God heard his cry. And so it is with Jesus. Jesus comes into the pit with us. That pit of division. That opposition that we feel every day. What in God intends for your marriage, for your family for how to interact with each other, for how to make sense of the world, for what is right and wrong. We feel that opposition. It's muddy water sometimes. And he enters into us, with us, side by side, to accompany us out of that pit. And it's more or less like a race, says the Hebrews. Since we are surrounded by so great a witnesses, let us rid ourselves of every burden and sin that clings to us and persevere in running the race that lies before us, keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus so that in our struggle we do not grow weary or lose heart. Today, we're going to light these candles for Our Lady of Knock. Our Lady of Knock, like Mary at the beginning of Luke's Gospel, we read today at the very beginning. She tells us how to form our lives in God's intent for us. She simply said, let it happen to me according to your word. And then we'll have the proper form for how to interact with each other, how to make sense of the world, and what is right and wrong. So with Mary, let us enter into this novena today and pray for the Holy Spirit to be set ablaze among us. Let us pray the novena together. Please kneel. Our Lady of Knock, Queen of Ireland, you gave hope to your people in a time of distress and comfort them in sorrow. You have inspired countless pilgrims to pray with confidence to your divine Son, remembering his promise, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, 
Help me to remember that we are all pilgrims on the road to heaven. Fill me with the love and concern for my brothers and sisters in Christ, especially those who live with me. Comfort me when I am sick or lonely or depressed. Teach me how to take part ever more reverently in the Holy Mass. Pray for me now and at the hour of my death. Amen. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. St. Joseph, chosen by God to be the husband of Mary, the protector of the Holy Family, the guardian of the church, protect all families in their work and recreation, and guard us on our journey through life. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. St. John, beloved disciple of the Lord, faithful priest, teacher of the word of God, help us to hunger for the word, to be loyal to the mass, and to love one another. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Give praise to the Father, to his Son, Jesus Christ the Lord, to the Spirit who lives in our hearts, both now and forever. Amen.